What's in Pandora's box? Should I open it? If the universe is expanding, why isn't my dick getting any bigger? All of these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the podcast. My name is Roy Powers, your chief paranormal investigator for this evening. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host and co-colleague, co-buddy, co-lover, Kit Greer. How's it going, man? <laughs> Co-chief, perchance. Also, judging by those intro questions, you have problems and indeed a life like uh, no other, it sounds like. That's true. You have Pandora's box, it yeah, seems. Yeah, I have Pandora's box and a micro penis. I think the intro made that blatantly obvious. And while I'd love to talk about those struggles, my day to day, we've got something way bigger on the plate <laughs> then your penis impossible <laughs> how dare you we've got a really scary case and even though it is 30 years old nay 40 years old <laughs> so you were wrong the first time sure i think this is a threat that we still might face in today's world really so um this isn't just pure speculation about the paranormal but this is a goddamn psa do we need to build a bunker to hide in or not exactly I think, like always, we should just dive right in. Please. The year is 1976, and we're in Cornwall, here in the UK. <laughs> I don't think that's how they talk, Cornwall. Blimey, it's Easter Sunday weekend. The sun is out. <coughs> <coughs> oh, the oh, smog is just dreadful. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. We're in foggy old Cornwall. <laughs> Everyone's enjoying the holiday. And Mr. Don Melling and his two daughters have come to Cornwall for a nice relaxing holiday. Very popular holiday destination. Beautiful, I hear. I, I've never been. I don't know much about it. It sounds lovely. Corn, walls, two of my favorite things. Well, one evening, the two daughters were out for a stroll, wandering by the woods near the old church tower of Monon, when they heard a strange noise above them. Convinced it was a local bird, they turned their heads to the sky and that's when they saw it. Or should I say him? What? It wasn't a local bird? Hell no! It was a huge creature with giant feathers, piercing talons like crab claws. So far a bird. It was enormous. It was giant. Okay. That sounds like a bird to you. Big ass bird, I guess. It soared above the church, flapping its enormous bird-like wings. It's beak enormous. Okay, so it does have a beak. And if you if you'd seen its f***ing eggs kit, okay, you did it have say, a nest? Of course, it had a nest. Mm -hmm, it's probably. a freaking bird-like creature. It had a nest, obviously. <laughs> so what about this thing? Isn't bird-like? Did I mention the eggs? You know that birds lay eggs, right? The girl screamed, obviously, because this thing is way too big to be a bird. And they ran off to try and find their father. Poor girl, she was scared of birds to begin with. Let alone a giant man bird. <laughs> now, they managed to find their father, and I don't know a lot about children. Right. Again, I think I've made that abundantly clear in a hundred episodes. <clears throat> We've covered it on the podcast. You have children, have had children, have fathered many children. But Poorly. Almost no contact with them. Yes. Yeah, zero. Because all I know about kids is that they are liars and they are weak yeah. and they can't fight yeah. for garbage. I mean, you were so immature at the point of fathering these kids. They, at times, really were more of a father figure to you. That's beautiful, man. 
I should really... It's actually disgusting. I should really tell my old man that. Kevin, coming 18 this winter. He's a good pop. Really talks to his boy now and again, though. He should work on that, really, because Father's Day passed, and, you know, he didn't send me anything. So what age are you? Me, currently, that's classified. More than 18, though. (laughs) Yes, obviously. Okay, so how can he be your dad? He was more of a father emotionally. Uh-huh. And I was more of a pain in the ass, literally. So you know that you're the reason for that bad relationship. Look, I don't have time or the care to talk about my relationship with my many, many children. We've got bird problems here. Okay, so we... Sorry, no, not bird. It's not a bird. I shouldn't have said bird. We have bird-like creature problems going on here. We don't have time to talk about Pandora's box, your micro penis, or your relationship with your father, but we do have time to talk about a bird. That's this fine. very Keep large going. bird. <laughs> not bird. You seem confused as to whether it's a bird or not. The girls meet their father, tell him all about this creature they saw, and apparently the girl's testimony is so convincing <laughs> that the family cuts their holiday short and immediately <laughs> oh, leaves Jesus. Cornwall. She just came back squawking. Squawk! Waving her hands, like, just like the bird. I mean, the bird-like creature. Creature, yeah. They were like, well, what kind of bird was it? He was enormous. He was like four, maybe five feet uh, with his wings obviously open. Not with his wings closed. He was, was the tiny. size of a bird. <laughs> but his beak, his, his beak was wanted blood. I could tell. That would be really hard if you saw, like, a really genuinely murderous, terrifying bird with blood dripping from it, but it was the size of a regular bird. You'd have a hard time trying to convince anyone that that was an issue. Yeah, because even mentally, I think you'd be like, oh my god, is that, like, should I tell someone or is that just a mad bird? Like, at what point is it not a cryptid and it's just an insane, normal animal? Yeah, like, you call up the, like, RSPB or something and you're like i think you guys might want to know about this bird it's like all right describe it to me yeah that's obviously just the that's just a cornwall murder pigeon (laughs) haven't you seen one before that's a local bird we thought it was a local bird damn it yeah extremely local first guess was right it's like yeah if you were like walking through the park and you saw like a squirrel with the baddest case of rabies imaginable yeah and you like call up rspca and you're like is there such a thing as Littlefoot. <laughs> like, I think I found a little cryptid, and it's just this squirrel, like, bashing its head against its nuts, like, going crazy. He's not illegal, and he's not paranormal, <laughs> but he is bad. And I think he has to die. Yeah. <laughs> and I will. I ju- you just say the word, and I will do it. I will mercy stomp this little foot. <laughs> Calling the RSPCA. So I've got a squirrel in a headlock. <laughs> and if you just say the word, I will break his tiny neck. I performed a citizen's arrest. <laughs> All I need is for you to sign off on the citizen's execution. I performed a citizen's arrest on a local bird, sir. They're like, we're going to need more context. Do you think there's any place where you can perform a citizen's execution? You know, citizen's arrest is like a real thing. Right. But if you're like... I have to kill you for this very reason, probably. I I can't think where that would work. Maybe somewhere like the North Pole, where all the countries are fighting over who gets to... Because the North Pole doesn't belong to anyone. The South Pole doesn't belong to anyone. Right. So maybe... This is the entrance to the Hollow Earth. I I could imagine, like, 
whatever scientists go out there, they get like a James Bond style license to kill. Like if you see <laughs> course, another yeah. scientist from another country, just throw them off an iceberg. Maybe we'll try it on the paranormal commune. <laughs> that seems like a good, we, we like to experiment with new laws. We're going to AB, a lot, AB test, a lot <laughs> of laws. There's going to be a lot of trial and error going on. Also trial by fire, also trial by battle and combat. Lots of trials. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do on the weekends. Uh, <laughs> well, little did these girls know they had made the right decision to leave Cornwall. Because this story's just beginning. Oh. Later that same year, two 14-year-old girls named Sally and Barbara hmm. were camping in the woods right by the old Mawan church. <laughs> Who was letting their 14-year-olds like camp out in, in the middle of nowhere like this? It's what? What did I say? 1976? This was before serial killers and pedophiles. Was like, it? anyone could just go out and no, 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 hang out. It was, it was all fine. It seems to be that all the Netflix documentaries about serial killers are based in the 70s. Late at night, they heard some rustling outside their tent and decided to head outside and see what it was. There, in the treetops before them, was a creature the size of a man, but with the <laughs> wings of an owl. The girls said they thought it was someone trying to play a prank, so they yelled out at the figure, and that's when it took flight! <gasps> the girls saw it clearly. Red eyes, sharp pincer feet, oh, gray shit. feathers, and a distorted owl face. Whoa. So, mostly an owl... But the size of a man. The size of a man. I okay. think there's some okay. parts of it that okay. don't seem kind of owly. Okay. Uh, you said a distorted face. Like a creepy, owly kind of looking face, but like red eyes. Mm. I don't really know a lot about owls, but I think red eyes is pretty weird. Yeah. And um, two sightings in the same year, in the same location. That's okay. what we like we're to hear. We're on starting on, to connect the dots here. On encrypted investigations, that's what we called, call a golden nugget. Luckily... You and I, Kit, are not alone in our investigation. There was a paranormal cryptid investigator very close to this case by the name of Tony Shields, known okay. to the locals okay. as Doc. <laughs> Is that because he has a doctorate in some sort of scientific study or... I think the opposite. I think it's one of those like <laughs> ironic rap names, like right. when you call like your super large friend like smalls mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is like the the town asshole called doc yeah it's like, like oh is he is he a doctor does he help people no he mostly hurts people actually emotionally and physically yeah it's it he deals a lot of damage instead of uh, repairing mm -hmm, any mm -hmm, damage mm -hmm. it usually takes up to six years to become a doctor uh, he got lost for six years in the woods <laughs> and no one know what he was no one knew what he was doing out there well, the girls managed to find Doc on the nearby Grebe Beach, and they told him what they had seen, the horrible half-owl, half-man. Now, Doc had heard some stories about the creature, so he decided to conduct a little experiment. Okay. So, <laughs> he dressed up as a 14-year-old girl to try and tempt the beast back to the site of the haunting. He separated the girls, got them both to draw what they saw, and then compared them. Hmm. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because, you know, you get these two uh, young girls. They're obviously all... They're probably having, like, a bunch of candy and energy drinks in the right. forest. They're all, you know, juiced up. They're, like, telling ghost stories and stuff. They see a little owl in the bushes, and all of a sudden they're telling these crazy stories. So I think what you need to do is separate them, try and get some clarity to see if there's any connections and consistencies between what they're talking about. That makes perfect sense. The comparison was uncanny! <gasps> 
bird match with bird. I mean, they're both birds. <laughs> so what we have here is two telepathic little liars <laughs> that were able to connect their thoughts through the air to deceive this idiot Tony Doc, whatever his name was. Tony Doc Shields. <laughs> Tony Doc Shields. This is what we have. We either have a true story. Yep. Or we should be investigating these telepathic twins capable of beaming through the air. Imagine <laughs> being telepathic, but you can only beam and read Very limited. That's a real monkey paw wish right there. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to be telepathic. And it's like, oh yeah, sure. But the only minds you can read are just like the lowest IQ minds <laughs> in the world. Two years later... A young lady called Miss Opie saw, quote, a monster like a devil flying up through the trees near the old Monon church. All these sightings are taking place in the exact same location. Yeah, so there's a lot of consistency, not just with the location, but with the time period, uh, just across a couple of years. And again, that uh, similarity between the drawings. Quick on the case, Tony Doc Shields, who was still hunting the beast, wrote to the local picture library stating, The old man is certainly back in business, it seems. I poked around his area, around Old Mon and Church, a couple of days ago. The atmosphere was positively cracking with... <laughs> what? <laughs> the atmosphere was positively cracking with odd presences, if you know what I mean. No. No one knows what you mean, you crazy old hag. As soon as anything really exciting happens, I'll let you know. It would be terrific if I really could get a picture of our feathered friend. But he he only seems to pop up for young girls, and I ain't one. (laughs) Well, I'm glad he acknowledged that. Um, I I love the idea of him being like, uh, I'll let you know if anything exciting happens. And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. He's like... (laughs) phones them up guys you'll never believe but I found an egg (laughs) I'm sure it's from the beast itself guys guys I'm assuming we have some sort of Peter Parker-esque situation here where he is <laughs> submitting pictures of the Owlman, which is essentially himself <laughs> roaming around the woods at night against the tripod. Yeah, he's, he's like really bigging it up to the local papers as well. It's like, everyone's talking about him on the streets. No one can identify him. He's so athletic, so jacked, so fast. <laughs> and the, like the leaders of the newspapers are like, how have you got these photos? Like, he's dabbing in this one. Like, in this one, he's just looking straight down the lens of the camera. This one is a selfie. Is this his camera? <laughs> he's just like, let's just say me and the Owlman are pretty good friends. Wink. It's like, it's we know it's you. Like, there's feathers on your shoulder still. We're still not interested. <laughs> even if it is you. Stop going through so much effort. We don't want the pictures. <laughs> That's like the reality of like Spider-Man if he existed, isn't it? In real life, like a student going around in a spandex suit. Yeah. It's like, no. They're like, I got more great pictures of Spider-Man. It's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, here, I'll, I'll take these and I'll make sure they get to the editor. Yeah, thank you. And there's like, throws him in a cupboard with like thousands of pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> They're like, what, why did you do that? Like, that guy's crazy. He thinks people only want pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> There's, like, real news going down. (laughs) Yeah, there's extremely important shit going down in New York City. 
I know that was a little aside there that he said, but that's actually part of the lore as well. He really only goes after young girls. Yeah, that's what we seem to be seeing. And uh, the most recent witness, what age was she? She was. It was another woman, wasn't it? It was a young woman, a young lady. Yes. Uh, and I don't know her exact age. Okay. But okay, a lot okay. of the girls before were talking nine, were talking they 12. They were very young, but this one sounds like she's a little older. A little older. Okay. Still creepy. Yes. There's a definite predatory vibe with these sightings. Yeah, because the last thing you want is like a half owl, half man is pretty bad. Yeah. A half owl, half pedophile is (laughs) the most possibly terrifying beast we could ever imagine. (laughs) We're looking at a predator mixed with a sexual predator. It's th- it is the worst possible we're combination. Talking, we're talking about the apex predator of the night world, except instead of an appetite for mice, is an appetite for children. Imagine is there a, anything worse? Imagine a pedophile that can not only fly, but has night vision. <laughs> this is a question that is not raised often enough. So what if the Sasquatch exists? But is he some sort of sexual criminal also? Because <laughs> I, have, I have often been very vocal um, in my belief that uh, the one reason that we don't have to fear uh, sexual predators in today's world is their mm-hmm. inability to fly. Yeah. And once we have an airborne mm-hmm. sexual predator, I, it's going to be the end of days, people. That's a cryptid I don't want to hunt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> If they if they learn to teleport, fly, or um, I can't think of any others. Laser vision. I guess those are the big two. Teleport and fly. We're gone. We're done. We need to get to Mars. <laughs> you get to Mars and they already teleported there? <laughs> no! We should have saw this coming. It took me six months to fly here. In August, the Owlman was seen again. By three young French girls. Oh, Jesus. Who were staying at a nearby boarding house. (laughs) This is getting less and less creepy and paranormal and more just sad and scary. Did I mention the Owlman's in a trench coat? (laughs) (laughs) He's just in a fur coat. (laughs) Standing in the trees. The landlady of the boarding house told Tony Doc Shields that the three girls had been frightened by something very big, like a big furry bird with a gaping mouth and round eyes. Tony left a message for the girls to contact him, but he never heard anything further. Hmm. <laughs> Checks out. I, I'm pretty sure after that whole ordeal, their parents weren't letting them contact any strange man from Cornwall anytime soon. Yeah, nicknamed Doc. <laughs> yeah. But who's absolutely not a doctor. Now, I'd never really thought of Cornwall uh, as a particularly paranormal area. Hmm. Uh, so I decided to do a little research to see if I could find any explanation as to why this psycho owl right. would have decided to be so active uh, in this specific period. Right. And I discovered something mad. And I'm quoting this, right? Okay. <laughs> Apparently... Oh, Jesus Christ. Apparently between the autumn of 1975 and the spring of 1977, Southern Cornwall was seized by a period of collective madness. What? What does that mean? It's This is incredible. Apparently this is all recorded in a book called The Owlman and Others. 
Okay, probably not a New York Times bestseller, but fine. The book states, There were dramatic extremes in the weather, floods, heat waves, and the local animal life went figuratively and literally crazy. What? One unfortunate woman was imprisoned in her house by by hordes of attacking birds no. which literally beat themselves to death against the walls of her house no. another woman was similarly imprisoned by a mob of feral cats this can't be real where are you reading this uh this is from a very reliable source okay cryptidchronicles.tumblr.com <laughs> shite poster 2000 strikes again uh, swimmers were attacked by dolphins, and there were rep- <laughs> and there were <laughs> swimmers were attacked by dolphins, and there were reports that cattle belonging to local farmers had developed the power of teleportation. <laughs> okay, I'm drawing the line here. <laughs> the most interesting were the incredible amount of UFO sightings. And the reports of three entirely different sets of mystery animals in the region. Whoa. What I why were the animals going crazy? <laughs> the UFOs going berserk, but humans were just unaffected? Uh I don't know. I I I just don't know. Okay. The, I've never heard of uh what is this described as? A period of collective madness? Yeah. It whatever is happening, if it ever did happen, I literally have never heard of anything like this happening in any case we've investigated so far. Mm, that's safe to say. Because, sure, animals going a bit mad. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, there's something in the water. Maybe the UFOs or the greys are beaming some weird uh, uh, thoughts through the airwaves that is only registering at a frequency that animals can hear. Teleporting cows? Teleporting cows have a big issue. With. That's I don't think I don't I don't know what that is. I think that I think that is a very elderly farmer who's yeah. like whose cow is just moving slightly faster than he anticipates. It's like he turns around the cows like walk the other way. It's like whoa, <laughs> how'd you get over there, Nelly? Get 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 in the house, Margaret. Get in the house. It won't be long before the birds come for us. Yeah, it says, um, the it just ends with the statement that there were apparently three different mystery animals in the region. One called Morgar, the Cornish Sea Serpent. <laughs> then there were the Cornish Mystery Big Cats. Wow. And of course, the most popular and most well-documented creature, the Owlman. Right, right. Of Monin. What the hell? <laughs> so... <laughs> There was just some sort of like paranormal cryptid convention where the sea serpent, the owl man and the, the mystery cats all yeah. like <laughs> met up. They had a meetup, like a high school reunion. Yeah. I, like I know people said that there was uh, UFO sightings, but alternatively, maybe what we saw was the first attempt at an animal revolution. <laughs> Where just the entire kingdom of Mother Nature tried mm. to, in one small instance, revolt against all humans. I mean, birds kamikazeing into the side of a window till Jesus. they died? That's crazy. The prob- Imagine the owl man decided to do that. He goes straight <laughs> through your window. <laughs> you know he'd do like a, a really embarrassing Naruto run as well. <laughs> yeah, well he can't, he back. can't even fly. <laughs> the thing that doesn't make any sense 
is that it's easy to say, oh, the animals were affected. The animals went berserk and started turning on the humans. Humans are animals. Yeah. Humans <laughs> are mammals. Like we share like 99% of our DNA with cabbages. That's right. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like we're not that different. Cabbages, the sh- animal of all time <laughs> presume that's why they test on animals is because we're pretty much the same so it's hard, hard to imagine anything that would acutely affect birds and cows and not cause us to teleport or fly into windows yeah yeah i i i mean this is one of the reasons i wanted to include it in this story is because as we said we're always trying to support the paranormal rally up the paranormal troops but sometimes in these stories you have to even include the most unbelievable of evidence of course on that note of unbelievable evidence, you're like, that was the sensible take. <laughs> On to the paranormal explanation. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, this year has gone by so quickly. What's something that you're proud of in 2024 so far? Go! Mm, okay. Uh, well, I managed to capture a deadly cryptid and lock it in my basement. Okay. And tell me, did mm. you take time to celebrate that win? Oh, yeah, not really. Uh, I'm scared if I let my guard down, it'll escape. In life, it's important that we slow down, acknowledge our progress, and set goals that inspire us. I can't even sleep at night. I'm so scared this thing is going to break out. When it comes to finding time for ourselves and our goals... BetterHelp can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. You can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It's time to take a moment and celebrate your wins. What if the win you're celebrating is so big, no basement can hold it? Okay, you might need to move house. But for everyone else, there is BetterHelp. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. We need to talk about Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. The mysterious cryptid hunter. Here we go. All right. Apparently, because so many of the sightings of this creature are linked to Tony, (laughs) a lot of people believe that he's somewhat fabricating the stories. Granted. Granted. Around Halloween in 1986, Tony was accused by the Bishop of Truro of having committed unspeakable acts of blasphemy inside the Monon church, trying to invoke a reaction from the Owlman. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what that what means. What does that mean? Like, That's, is he you, like... We gotta know. Is he chugging beers and, like, 
fist fighting other owls that he's rented from like sanctuary yeah i mean yeah that's quite dark what is unspeakable acts of blasphemy like speak them like if, like they might be illegal yeah well to be fair regarding the incident tony said i did a few <laughs> bits and pieces inside the church <laughs> There was a lot of misreporting that I was throwing out challenges to God and saying I'd smack him in the gob. I don't think God has a gob. And I... <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I wouldn't do that anyway to the deity. He'd give me a harder smack back, wouldn't he? I almost believe him because he's so obviously mad. I'm like, he kind of doesn't have any reason to lie. Yeah. Yeah, I... I did look up, so I googled his name because I was I, his name came up so much in this story that I was like, okay, he's obviously someone who's at least reputable. Yeah, uh, and he does have a Wikipedia page that when I did click on it, and I can't remember if he's either a self-proclaimed magician or wizard, <laughs> <laughs> and that distinction seems really important. Very. Uh, let me just double check. I think I can guess because I think. Many people probably call themselves wizards, but I don't think anyone in history has ever been called a wizard. He is a he's a magician. Why so. does this man have a Wikipedia page? <laughs> he's obviously so he's like well known for magic, I guess. Although Jesus, I'm just literally I picked one line <laughs> from his Wikipedia article and it said he had several solo exhibitions in london before leaving st ives following a drunken incident in which he threatened police with a gun that he'd obtained from a painter (laughs) oh my god so so i just i wanted to bring this up because um i wanted to bring this up because he's our most credible witness and i think we have to lay our chips down on the table and um you know be quite honest with (laughs) with the fact that he pointed a gun at a police officer does a magician need a gun? Who is this man? You should not be hanging out with young children, <laughs> hanging out in churches at, at night, be a magician, and also have a gun. Do you think he's like, when the police were trying to arrest him, he was like, all right, all right, just look, let me do one one final trick. Like, no, no funny business. No funny business. No funny business. Just pick a card and they pick it. It's like shuffle back it back into the deck. And he's like, okay. And then he like, you know, puts it in his like coat jacket. And he's like, is this your card? And they're like, oh my God, is abracadabra. <laughs> like firing off. He's completely lost it. <laughs> Takes off into the night. Naruto running with his bird wings spread. Yeah, I'm not sure if we necessarily want to credit him. <laughs> As a uh, trustworthy witness. Yeah, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this guy. I I think it's a little unfortunate that the one person behind the wheels of this investigation up to this point is so clearly a maniac. Of course. It doesn't do the story much justice. But unfortunately, that maniac is all we have, Kit, because it's time for conclusions. What are your thoughts on the mysterious Owl Man of Monan? One, like, little interesting thing about the concept of all these animals going crazy. This period of madness in Cornwall in the 70s is, it does remind me of a story from kind of the Middle Ages, and I might have brought it up on the podcast before, but there's a theory behind why the witch trials of kind of yore took place. And one of those theories is that... (laughs) 
<laughs> Two words, folks. Teleporting cows. <laughs> there were theories that there were witches in the town, and as soon as that milk went from field to field in a flash, someone's getting burnt. They didn't care who. They didn't care moo. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> We're talking teleporting milk. You would pour a glass of milk. You would go to drink it. Suddenly, it would be back in the goddamn jug. <laughs> right back in the udder itself. <laughs> One of the theories was that everyone at that time relied on the harvest of grains of wheat and barley and things like that. Of course. And that when you look at the geological records, we can see that at d- different points in the Middle Ages, there were uh, like late frosts. I guess what that means is that the harvest froze and then partially rotted or fermented. So then whenever it was harvested and people needed to eat it to survive, it had undergone these chemical changes. And people have theorized that you can actually achieve um, a type of fungus called ergot that way, right. which creates a chemical which is a direct analog of LSD. And we're Oof. able to reproduce that today. And it's been theorized that it the entire populations of these English, French villages, places like that, they might have all been tripping for like the better part of a year on this natural drug. Well, that kind of goes in tune with like the first thing they said about this period of collective madness was that there were dramatic extremes in the weather, floods and heat waves. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that had affected the crops and livelihood of these people, maybe we're looking at the reason why. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and assume the cows didn't teleport. Right. But if someone's off their tits on LSD, that's the that's the least the cow's going to do. It's going to be backflipping and talking to you in French. It's going to be setting guitars on fire and playing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> Absolutely drinking its own milk somehow. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be crazy. So at least that's a possible explanation. It is one. But then we have to face the facts of the owl man himself. Yeah, at some point we have to tackle this this difficult uh, character yeah. known as the Isle Man. I mean, like, we have to acknowledge that all signs point towards Tony being the Isle Man. Uh, that is a possibility. Sure. And because yes, quite a high one. <laughs> a man that looks like an owl shows up, scares some children. I never said he looked like an owl. And then very shortly afterwards, Tony turns up <laughs> to interview the children about their experience with the oil man sure tony is tall he's got long hair uh he flaps his arms about sometimes when he gets nervous he's known to hoot sometimes he does like a he, Just, he it's do- like a tick thing. can't sleep much during the day he granted he's he is nocturnal yeah um granted he, he is a member of that church he's a community member of, actually. of course yeah well, it's a local church um and he eats rats I don't know what it, I don't have an explanation for that. I think he, the dude's just a bit weird. He's a little kooky. Yeah, he's a little kooky. Eccentric. But does that mean he's the owl man? Possibly. Yes. <laughs> Quite possibly. I don't think we need to dwell on this one too much because I think it's pretty much an open and shut case. <laughs> uh, real, right? <laughs> I don't think we've ever said that before about a case, but yes. Uh, it is an open and shut case. Yeah, I think this is going to be a double no this week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I had a... There's no crazy preamble here. I think we can all agree. Let's get right down to it. The Owlman of Monon is not real, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Thank you so much to that listener submission from Olivia Nash and also Aaron Bully. 
the submissions we've been getting recently have been amazing, guys, and it's really great to see so much enthusiasm for the paranormal in our audience. So if you have any cases that have either happened to you or you really want us to tackle, make sure to email them in to thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. I think that about wraps it up for the case of the Owl Man. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As you know, we don't do ads. We do a little thing called Patreon, where every month you can get a little bit of extra content depending on how much you're willing to support us. Now, we don't even have a lot of tiers, so one of our lowest ones, the $5 tier, will now get you a huge backlog of bonus episodes. That's right. So if you're interested in getting some bonus content, if you just can't quit that paranormal shit, then... <laughs> then uh, get help. First off... Log off. Get help. <laughs> Go see the Doc, a.k.a. <laughs> me. <laughs> Go see Rory Doc Powers. I was lost in the woods for 12 years, which means I'm twice as smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got just a prescription for you. 200 cc's of the truth, a.k.a. this Paranormal Life bonus episodes. So uh, definitely go on to Patreon, check out any of the rewards you want, um, and email in your submissions to the podcast. And as always, for the people that do support us on the podcast, what we like to do is give you a special shout-out at the end of our show. So... Oh, a special thanks to... Gary Stewart! If it isn't Stuart Little! Barely saw you there, buddy. The tiniest little paranormal investigator in the world. Fits in your pocket, which means he's perfect for any adventure. He's known to eat a lot of your cheese, like a little paranormal mouse. Um, but... Nonetheless, I think it's good to have him on board. I'll just take twice as much cheese, and then we get to benefit find from it. his company. No, he'll find really? it. He'll eat, oh, he'll eat all the cheese. If you bring twice as much, he's eating twice as much. I'll bring four times as much. He's No, he's going to eat. He's going to eat till the he's cheese tiny, is gone. tiny, though. Where does it go? I have no idea. The dude's like a black hole for cheese. Uh, but thank you, anyway, for your support. Thank you also to Stephen Horn. Let the horns ring out for Stephen. The angels sing as Stephen descends from the heavens above to place a single coin in the bucket of the paranormal peasants as we bow down and kiss his dirty sandals. Thank you so much for your support, Stephen. Please wash your sandals. It's so gross. I'll still do it. Obviously. As long as the money keeps coming, I'll kiss anything. Thank you also to Michael Steinmetz. Hey, are you a Mets fan? Yeah, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Michael Steinmetz fan. That's right. He is the first person in uh, Major League history to take to the field entirely on his own. It's really phenomenal. Playing every position? Every position. That's crazy. (laughs) He home runs and strikes out all at the same (laughs) damn time. Really something you got to see. Must take a lot of brain power. They should call him Einstein Mets. Oh! Boom! Thank you so much for your support. Thank you to Josh Cooper. Josh Cooper, the man who killed his own looper. What? The only one to ever do it. Oh my god, he closed the loop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the premise of that movie, but... You never close your own... I never saw the goddamn movie, but I know you don't close your loop. Yeah, because wasn't... Weren't, wasn't your looper you from the future? Yes. So, like, that's probably the one person you shouldn't kill is yourself. Oh, yeah. Not at all. But he did it anyway. Cooper the badass. <laughs> he showed up from the future and was like, Listen, it's me. Or, it's you from the future. I've got you. And he just went, 
<laughs> Tony style. He just asked no <laughs> questions, shot first. <laughs> Love it, you badass Cooper. Thanks for supporting us. Thank you also to Laura Brewer. Anyone with the the word brew in their name, I assume is automatically a witch. Uh, <laughs> is that a judgment on Laura? Absolutely. It absolutely is. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, if she's not a witch, why am I not a frog? As soon as I insulted her. I mean, that can't be a coincidence, right? It was instantaneous. Right, it was yeah. really fast. All I know is, I'm cursed and flies look delicious now. Laura, thank you for supporting me and turning me into a creature that also has no value for money. Um, mm-hmm. That is a cruel, cruel, witchy joke. But um, I'm glad Kit can still enjoy your support. All the more for me. Thanks, Laura. <laughs> Make me some flies, please. <laughs> oh, she turned me into a fly. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> Dude, don't do it. I'm hungry as shit, man. I got to. Thank you, lastly, but not leastly, to Matthew Kane Whitwell. This is such a badass name because mm-hmm. not only is it Matthew Kane, like a cane, like you would whack someone Like Michael with, Kane. It also, his, the last part sounds like the crack of a whip. Ooh. Whitwell. <laughs> so I assume this guy is dual wielding, dual wielding cane and whip mm. to like whack and then Whitwell. <laughs> Whoa. It's pretty badass. He's like an old Indiana Jones. He's old, whatever he is <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway. <laughs> No one's rocking it like that anymore. So thanks, old indie. And thank you to everyone who supported us on Patreon up to now. We do still have a little bit of a backlog of um, people to catch up on, but we are getting there episode by episode. Thank you for being patient, sticking with us. As always, if you pledged a really long time ago and you think we might have missed it, do let us know um, on socials or by email um, and we'll get to it as soon as possible. But we think we're making way. And otherwise, we will see you next week for a brand new Paranormal Tale. Bye-bye, folks. Ciao. 